Now then, how are you diddling? Excellent. I'm Simon Scholes from Perception Studios. I'm the founder and creative director of them. We are an award-winning visual marketing agency based in the UK, and we help brands and businesses create content that really helps them stand out on social media. However, a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not necessarily every brand or business has a marketing budget that can spend consistently on having content made. But we know on social media, you need to be consistent. You need to be making content all the time. So I came up with a process and I turned it into a book. It went to number one and I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And that's what the content I create on a daily basis is generally about, is trying to get you into that process of creating content on a regular basis. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. Good morning. How are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Welcome to another episode of Dazed and Confused. It is Friday morning. We're at the end of a week. Has it been a good week for you? What's it been like? Any good? Have you got lots of great content out? Have you had a good week work-wise? A lot of people kind of slowly but surely drip feeding back into the normal working week. Not every office is back though. Not every job is back. But if you are, Hopefully it's gone well. Uh, Anyway, welcome to today's live session where, as always, I'm here to try and help you with your social media, with your video content, try and help you get as much content out as you possibly can do as a brand and as a business. There is a place for everybody on social media, no matter what anybody else tells you. Some people just talk crap. Um, Trust me, there is a place for everybody. Just sometimes your niche might be a bit smaller than somebody else's niche. That doesn't matter. There is a place for everyone. And hopefully these videos are going to get you creating content that's going to get your brand out there. People are going to start talking about you within your niche. And yes, you will absolutely fly. Okay, so what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Well, today we're going to be talking about why animal content works so well. The reason we're talking about that today is because it's National Take Your Dog to Work Day. Um, Obviously, still a bit of a strange situation. So most people are probably at home with their dogs anyway. So your dog's in your workplace anyway every day. But it is National Go to Work with Your Dog Day. But we'll come across that in a second. First things first, though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I am the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. We're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on their social media. That could be video content, animation, aerial work, photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of thing. And what we do is we take them through the whole creative process, so from beginning to the end and everything else that goes in between as well. However, a few years ago, came quite obvious to me uh, after my dad had passed away I wanted to leave more of a legacy I wanted to help more people because that's something that he had done which I hadn't even known about so I wanted to be more prevalent about it I wanted to be more honest about it show people that I'm doing it Uh, so I want to try and help as many people as humanly possible get onto that content creation journey so many people can be making content but they're not and the reason why is a lot of people use time as an excuse or I don't know what I'm going to be talking about as an excuse and so I want to help them overcome that and that's why I came up with the how to nine times your social media process I turned it into a former number one book which you can download for free right now in the section below there is a link go and click on it download the book for nothing and takes you through the whole process I take all my clients through where very generically you start planning and you end up with a podcast and everything else that happens in between So hopefully uh, you might go and download the book. Anyway, 
Um, that's what these broadcasts are all about. That's why I've been going live for the last 10 weeks. I think it is 11 weeks now, really. Went 10 weeks live, seven days a week. So 70 episodes of Days and Confused. And then uh, this week has been my first week where I've taken a step back, had a bit of a breather, and gone Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And I tell you what, it's been bliss. Really, really nice. Having some time off um, and not having to come up with loads and loads of subjects from my diary. Um, so, yeah, it's been good. So, uh, yeah, anyway, as usual, uh, the platforms are open right now to your questions. If you've got anything you'd like to ask whatsoever, whatever platform you're watching on, be it Periscope, uh, YouTube, Facebook, we're on three Facebook groups today, uh, including my own personal profile rather than going live on Twitch. And we're also live on Instagram as well. So wherever you're watching, uh, drop me a line. Let me know that you're watching. Let me know what questions you've got about social media and video for your brand, for your business, what what do you need to know? What's What are you struggling with right now? And I'll do my best to answer those questions. We've got a few questions that were emailed in over the last couple of days. Um, and yeah, we're going to talk about chemicals today. And these are legal chemicals as well. Um, because it is National Take Your Dog to Work Day. And it got me thinking a little bit more about the fact that a lot of people wonder why animal content works so well. So what happens in your brain when you're consuming social media? Loads of chemicals are getting released. And the question is, is what chemical calls are getting released that you kind of want to try and release yourself with your own, with your own content? So the first one is dopamine. And that's basically emotion. So we all know people buy on emotion. Nobody buys on a spare of a moment without any elephant, element of not elephant, element of emotion tied into that. Be it even buying a pair of trainers or a t-shirt, there's still a level of emotion, whether that emotion is I desire to have that item or I really like that. There is still a level of emotion in there. And that's essentially what dopamine is. You're trying to release an element of dopamine with your social media content. And you're also trying to release oxytocin as well, because that is like the kissing and hugging cuddling chemical when you give somebody a hug or a kiss oxytocin is released in the body makes you feel good and again that is tied back into emotion so i want to talk to you about the fact that your con content needs to be drawing into people's emotions but how do you do that why would you do that well, the point of the fact is is that you need to be looking at making your content remove a pain point for people this is why i always go on about Give people value, because if you are a voice of authority in your area of expertise, whatever that might be, if you can help remove any element of pain for that person, and I don't mean like, oh, I'm hurting because somebody's pinching me, or I've got a knife in my back, or anything like that. I mean a level of pain as in business. So the stress levels of not knowing how to do your own accounts, or bookkeeping, or the stress levels of not understanding social media, that pain point that you can help remove just a little bit could help them become a member of your tribe. They may never have the money to spend with you. That's not the end of the world because they become a member of your tribe. They might share your content. They'll talk about you to other people. And because of the service and the value that you've given them across social media, there's a really good chance they'll recommend you when somebody else is looking for somebody of that expertise. It happened to me recently. Somebody was looking for a video editor, um, a guy who runs an incredible app company, um, Darren Galvin. He recommended me to somebody else, did some work with them. That's going to be an ongoing relationship, which is fantastic, and I cannot thank Darren enough for that. But the only reason Darren knows that is because of my social media. 
what I do on social media and the content I've put out. Now, Darren may never ever use me as a customer. He never may never use me to do video work, but he's happily recommended me to somebody else because he knows I can deliver. And so you need to be thinking about the same thing across your social media. What value can you give to people that will help remove that pain point for them? We all buy services or recommend services even on that emotion. Why would you recommend somebody? Well, they're good at what they do. But how do you know they're good at what they do? Because I've put this content out and I liked it and it helped me. So I I really like them. So I reckon you're going to like them as well because you've got the same ethics as me and they've got the same ethics as me. So you're going to work well together. Do you see what I'm saying? You're trying to really connect to people on an emotional level. You're trying to release that dopamine and that oxytocin with every piece of content that you put out. That's why you don't want to be constantly selling to people because it just puts people off. They just stand off and they're just like, it's really not connecting with me. Now, if you create a piece of content, especially for social media advertising and you put money behind it, people know what to expect. They know it's going to be an advert. But if you can connect to them emotionally and remove that pain point of theirs through that advert as well, then you're onto a real winner. But that's where coming to somebody like us or any creative agency near you really comes in because that person and that team will take you through the whole process and help you understand what content is going to work, what's going to connect with the audience and why it's going to connect with them. So what I want you to leave this broadcast from today when we finish is the fact that you are going to start thinking more about how can you remove a pain point with each piece of content that you put out. Now, everybody has lots of different tangents that can go off with their subject matter. So think about those and start thinking about removing those pain points to help give value. Don't just necessarily try to sell. It's nice to try and sell because obviously it's the obvious thing to do to try and bring business in, but organic growth on social media does not happen through you selling all the time. You have to give value. You have to give that human emotion. You have to give that human element even to your content be it putting you in it or you in photographs or your podcast or your videos, whatever it might be, you have to put a level of you into your content so that people will get drawn into it and get the value from it. So whatever that might be, you could be, I don't know, for example, an artist. So if you're an artist, take people through the story of why you created that particular piece of art. What was it that gave you inspiration Why did that give you inspiration? What element of it did you then put into your artwork? Why did that element work so well? All those kind of things are behind the scenes of the human emotion that will connect people to your artwork and then put your artwork out for people to consume. People buying emotions, dopamine and oxytocin, the two chemicals you're trying to release with your social media content. I don't ever really get scientific with stuff, but I thought this was quite an interesting subject matter, especially on Take Your Dogs to Work Day. So that's why animal content works so well, because animal content releases both those chemicals. You watch the the content and it maybe gives you a laugh. I was playing a video of a cat trying to get down a Pringles tube yesterday to Max. He was wetting himself. He thought it was hilarious. But that's releasing those chemicals. He's got that emotional connection to that then. And then when it stopped, the video stopped, he wanted to watch it again and again and again because he's drawn into it, that emotional connection. And all you're trying to do is do the same thing with your content. That's why animal content works well, and that's why your content potentially doesn't but can do. You just need to suss out what is going to release those chemicals for your content. And it's maybe not going to release it as powerfully as a really cute kitten or a nice puppy dog falling over on a kitchen floor. 
but you can still help remove the pain point for that person and help release some of that chemical reaction that will help them draw into your content and into you specifically on an emotional level. Okay, hopefully got some value there. Uh, as always, like I say, the platforms are open right now for your questions. If you've got any questions you'd like to ask me about your social media, about your video content, drop them into the comments right now. I'll do my best to answer them before we finish today's live. Uh, we've got a couple of questions that came in, so I'm going to go through those and then anybody else's that come in between uh, me answering these and us coming towards the end of the broadcast. All right, then. First things first, I'm going to have a drink. Right. So V got in touch and basically asked, passion and business, how much can it be mixed? There should be no separation of the two. If you are not passionate about the thing that you are in business for, then you are in business for the wrong reason. Because you're working for a long time. You need to enjoy what it is that you do. And if you are not a passionate person on that particular subject matter, the chances are you're doing the wrong thing for a job. Are you doing it because the money's really good? Brilliant, that's fine. But would you rather earn less money and really enjoy what it is that you're doing? Because I know I would. I know I did. <laughs> so so I, can, I can speak from experience. I was doing pretty well in a corporate job and I stepped away to do what I'm doing now. And yes, I'm earning less money, but I'm way happier because I'm enjoying more so what it is that I'm doing. I have more of a passion for it. So I don't think they are two completely different things. I think your passion and your business should run symbiotically. So yes, I think that they can be mixed. In fact, I, I think they have to be mixed. You have to mix your passion and your business together. Otherwise you end up not enjoying it. Then you start creating content. You're not really enjoying that. So then you end up not putting any content out. Um, because you're not enjoying creating the content because you're not enjoying doing the work. You see where I'm going? Whereas if you fully enjoy what it is you're doing, you're going to enjoy talking about it, writing about it, putting images out about it, doing a podcast about it, talking to other people about it, because it's a passion. So why would you not want to make your passion a business? So yes, they can be mixed. Uh, let's have a quick look here. We've got a question here from uh, Common Man to Lakesman, which we'll come back to in just a second on Instagram Live. Um, and also good morning to Ed and Chris, who have both joined us on Facebook. Chris has got the day off today to uh, he's, has spend some time with his dog. And uh, Ed is just joining us this morning. And yes, I am very well indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, okay, so next question comes through from Harry. Um, he's saying he's making a load of content for TikTok and noticing that his market isn't really acting to it. So does he need to pivot or construct a new creative and that he feels he might have already tried on other platforms or is it just a matter of waiting? So you need to understand who your avatar is. It sounds like you kind of understand who your market is. Um, but yeah. Is your market definitely on TikTok is the question. Um, again, I don't really know too much about what it is that you do, Harry. I did have a quick peek. I saw you were like a functional trainer. Um, so I would put that content out. Maybe I've not looked at any of your content, but maybe too much of your content is look at what I can do rather than here's how you can do what I can do. Think about the value. People want value. People don't want to be sold to. People don't want a show off. People want somebody who can give them something. And that sounds horrendous, I know, but it's essentially people want to give be given value. Um, 
yeah, they want it for free. Is the simple simple fact that everybody wants something for free. And um, the amount of times people will come to me and say they want my advice and they want it for free. There's just so many times. And I'm happy to give generic advice and help a little bit where I can. Um, but in the end, we all have bills to pay, I know. But give some value, and then there's that potential that they will start to follow you because of the value. And you're taking them through different processes and helping them get stronger or whatever it might be. So that's what I would say is maybe I've not seen your content, like I say, but maybe you need to slightly pivot your content to giving more to other people, the element of connecting with them emotionally, which we've spoken about today already. Um, and yes, a huge element of patience. Things don't happen overnight. TikTok does not bang like that. It just doesn't happen. You might be lucky one or two pieces go viral. I've had about four pieces of content go viral on TikTok. Does that mean I have a huge audience? No. I have 1,041 people follow me, which is still a good audience, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't mean every piece of content I put out goes viral and I, I've got hundreds of thousands of people following me. But it does mean I can put out content and people will consume it. So think about the slow build, bit of patience, give loads of value, uh, and hopefully that's helped a little bit, Harry. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's have a look at that question from Common Man to Lakesman. Um, what do you recommend putting in your description on YouTube? My subscribers and views seem to have plateaued. Okay. So the description's kind of broken down into a few different elements. The first element is a description of the video. So your first three lines especially need to be what the video is going to show. Now, you can type more out than that. But in those first three lines, you need it to be succinct. The reason being is that if people go onto their computer to use YouTube, and don't get me wrong, not many people do. Most people use a phone or a tablet these days. But if they do it on a laptop or on a desktop, it will show people the first three lines of the description. And if they can get a good view of what that piece of content is going to be about from that three lines, then they are more likely to dive into the content if they use those three lines as a guideline. The big one is actually a title. I'm going to take you back to a tip Alan Spicer gave um, when he was live on the, on the broadcast, and we are going to get him back on again. I need to have a chat with him about that. But basically in the title, when people are using their phone, which is where most people consume content, actually it will only show up, I think he said, 50 characters. So you've got to make sure your title either fits into 50 characters or better damn well sure say what it is going to be within the video within those 50 characters. You can maybe bleed over the 50, but you don't want it to bleed over the 50 if you can help it. Try and keep your title within 50 characters um, so that people can understand exactly what they're going to watch when they're searching for stuff or seeing it pop up on their feed on their phone. So then your description, like I say, put a good description of what the video is going to be about. Then put links to your other social media channels, talk about who you are. So these are all things that you can put into your default settings. So on YouTube, you can set up default stuff into your channel so that default description pieces will come up. So you don't have to type these out all the time. So in there, you want like a description of who you are and what it is that you're doing. So in your case, the training you're putting in, why you're doing it, all that kind of stuff. You would then put in your other social media links. Then you would put in your website link. The most important thing to remember, though, when you are putting in links to external websites is that you must put in the HTTP colon forward slash forward slash first. It's got to be there. And if it's got an HTTPS, then do use that. 
but that's got to be there. Otherwise, YouTube will not see it as a hyperlink and will not make that link clickable in any way, shape, or form. So then people will have to go, all right, copy and paste. And We're lazy. We're human. We can't be asked to do that. So what you've got to do is put that link at the very beginning, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash, then the web address. That will make it a clickable link. Put all your social media links in there. Definitely put your website link in there if you've got a website because you want Google to see that that piece of content video-wise is drawn back to that website. So the SEO from that video will help that website and so so on and so forth. The other great tip that Alan gave me as well, and it depends on how long your content is. So for example, with this piece of content, what I can do is put timestamps in where I'm talking about specific subject matters so that when people are searching for something, Google will also look at those timestamps and go, right, okay, they're talking about timestamps there. Right, we're going to put that into our catalog. So when anybody types in timestamps on YouTube, that's going to be one of the videos that will pop up. And when they click to play it, it will actually jump to the point where I'm talking about timestamps. It's great. It's a great little tip, and it really helps your content get found more um, because and actually watched more because people don't have to sift through the whole content to find what it is you're talking about. They're taken to it instantly. So in your case, if you're talking about a specific type of fartlek training, maybe, then you would put that in as a timestamp in your description. And then when anybody types in on Google or on YouTube fartlek training, it will find that piece of content. And then when they click on it, it will jump to that piece of content within the main video. It's great. It's a really cool tip. Definitely give it a go. Try it out. Uh, okay, fingers crossed. And uh, let's have a look, see what's happening here on the, the questions. Um, Chris is saying it's National Hawaii Day in a week or so's time. I'm anticipating Simon wearing one of his famous Hawaii shirts during his show. I shall be 100%. As long as one of my shows falls on Hawaii Day, I need to check that. Um, but yes, I've got um, a few good Hawaii shirts um, or good barbecue shirts, as I call them. So, yeah, definitely um, we'll be doing that. Um, and let's have a look. Here goes from Ed. Any tips on keeping up posts on social media when on holiday? I'd imagine I'd just schedule posts a week in advance. Got a holiday in Mallorca booked for the end of August. So I'm wondering how I'd go about it. As I may not have an internet connection abroad, yes. So you're going to struggle, obviously, with the the personal side, personal side of the content. And it would be great if you can at any point get a connection dive on and just respond to any comments you might get. If you have a social media channel where you get lots of comments, make sure you have an ability to respond to them if you possibly can. But yeah, generally, look to schedule your content. Understand that it's going to have a lower interaction rate. Use onboard scheduling if it's available on the platform. So for example, obviously, um, Facebook has its own scheduling. Um, if you can do, use later for something like Instagram, because it's partly owned by Facebook. So actually, the content gets punished slightly less than it would do if you used anything like Tailwind or Hootsuite or Buffer, and then use Hootsuite or Buffer or what have you for LinkedIn and Twitter. Um, and then, yeah, that's probably what I would do. So yeah, absolutely, um, I would leave it at that. But if you can dive in and give that personal um, stuff, then that would be great, especially knowing that you're creating content about leads. You're going to Mallorca, so you could take a lead shirt with you, and um, the lead shirt could be traveling around Mallorca, seeing different sites, and just taking photos of it and posting that on Instagram and stories and stuff like that. A bit of fun. 
Um, okay, let's have a quick um, look. We've got Skinny Jeans Gardener who's joined us here on Twitter. Um, thoughts on Twitter voice? What do you recommend? I think it is absolutely freaking awesome. And you can do such a long period of time on it as well. Um, it's just a, another proof that voice is a really, really powerful tool that people completely forget about. People forget how powerful radio used to be. And that's essentially what this is. It's another chance to draw people into the content, give them another reason to connect with you emotionally as well. Um, and if you're not keen on being on video, which I know so many people aren't, then voice is another great opportunity for you uh, to just dive in there and just go, hi, it's me, Simon, um, and I'm going to be talking about XYZ today on my live broadcast. Why don't you come and join me? And hopefully they'll like my voice and want to come and join me. Now, obviously, I would do that on video as well, uh, but it is a new tool. Twitter are going to push that content harder than more, most normal content. So if you've not given it a go yet, give it a go. It's like any platform. They're going to love their shiny new toy. So make the most of it now while not many other people are really doing it. If you look at the feeds right now, not many people are doing it. I'm doing it. I know that. Gary Vaynerchuk, I've seen do it. Um, and I think I've seen maybe one or two other people use it, but generally nobody is. So give it a crack. Absolutely. Obviously, it's not going to pick up on hashtags and stuff like that that you put into a vocal thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really powerful tool, especially right now while it's brand new. Um, <laughs> when Android gets it, <laughs> why are they always behind? It's because it's Android. That's why. I have no idea why. Um, I'm not entirely sure exactly when um, either. There's been, been talk that it might be within the next month. Well, we'll see. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's a great tool. It is a great tool. Um, and so, yeah. And I think you can still consume um, voice stuff on Android, can't you? So, yeah. I, again, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't really have much of an answer on that, but I do think it's a great tool. Um, anyway, right, uh, let's have a quick look. Um, McGinley's CC saying, hey, long time no speak, um, because we had a chat this morning. <laughs> right, I think that's about it. We've gone on for 25 minutes. It's a glorious day outside. I've got a sleeping toddler. And I've got a balcony with my name on it. So I'm going to go and sit in the sunshine for a bit um, before I come back and edit this into short-form content, which you can consume across all my social media channels. So if you're not following me on any of my social media channels, all the links are in my pants. Go and click in the description and uh, come and follow me on all my social media channels. And uh, hopefully you'll get value from me across all of those fantastic channels um, and uh, maybe even share that content as well. Um, Ed is saying it's a horrible day up north. It's absolutely glorious down here, so I'm going to go make the most of it. Uh, you make the most of staying inside, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, thanks as much as always for watching. Um, if you are brand new, whatever platform you've been watching on, hit the subscribe button. And um, if you think this content is going to be of any value to anybody that you know, somebody who's got a brand, a business, whatever, share it. Share this content with them. Help grow the audience. Help grow the community get more people chatting, more people asking questions. Hopefully then you can get more value. And uh, I think it'll be be good fun um, to have a, a bigger group of us all asking questions that we need help with. Anyway, until what day? Monday. Until Monday. I've got Saturday and Sunday off. I, I still can't get used to this. Until Monday, have a great 
weekend. Have a great rest of your Friday. Um, hopefully, you're not too snowed under with work today so that if it is a nice day where you are, you can go and enjoy it. And until Monday, stay safe. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Thanks ever so much for watching. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.